Greetings, dear listener. I have a quick note to make before we get into this episode. Uh, this is the first episode, well, first interview, rather, I have ever recorded via Zoom. Uh, in this episode, I interview a complete stranger, as in I've never met this person. This person lives in another city, in another state. And so we did our interview via Zoom. And the night before the interview, I fucked around with software stuff for like two and a half hours to try to get the best audio quality I could uh, out of a Zoom recording. And well, uh, let's just say the the audio quality quality on this episode is not up to par uh, with the standard that I set for myself as far as quality goes uh, for this show. So I apologize in advance for this episode not having the best audio quality, but it is what it is. And uh, maybe on the next Zoom episode, I will have some of this software stuff figured out. But uh, without further ado, here's the episode. Thanks for listening. Okay, here we go. All right. Uh, welcome to episode 70 something of That Thing with James. I'm your host, James J. Asher II. And today I, I'm having my first like uh, Zoom interview for the show. Uh, and I have a guest I've never talked to before. So uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Who are you and what are you doing here? Hey, uh, I'm I'm Dan Klein, aka Psychic Dan from Podcast But Outside. Um, yeah, I'm here to talk about whatever we want to talk about. Wait, you were in Podcast But Outside? You're like a host? No, I uh, I was walking by. Uh, There's this new restaurant I was going to check out. This ramen place, and uh, I was on my way there, and I happened to roll past them. And they were like, hey, you want to sit down? <laughs> All right. How was that? What was it, was it like? weird because... Oh, yeah, no, it was a blast. It was fun. <laughs> and it was weird because the restaurant I was going to was right across the street. Like, direct line across. It was nuts. And you're just walking by and it's like, are these Mormons or something sitting here? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, they're recording something. You know? Oh, podcast outside. Okay. Yeah uh so psychic dan how did you come to the, get that name is it just like fun you just like the sound of it what's up with uh, the psychic you know it's just uh one of the things i do and i'm dan so i'm <laughs> i'm also known as comedy dan but um comedy dan but i kind of fell off I i've taken a quick break from that uh since covid i haven't been able to do any uh live open mics or shows or anything like that um, you you were doing open mics pre pre-pandemic yeah i was doing some stand-up comedy uh i did some stand-up when i still lived in new jersey uh, i was on a couple of shows it was fun so are you from new jersey originally yeah i lived there for um tw 28 years or 27 years okay uh where in new jersey uh, northern New Jersey, Morris County, sort of like uh, 
sort of near Newark. Okay. Uh, I, I used to live in Central, in Bernardsville. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just for four years, though, when I was a kid. But <laughs> I know it, I'm a little familiar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay. So you were doing stand-up. How long, like, did you just get into it at, like, at the top of the year? Or had you been doing it for a while? Uh, I always was interested in doing it, but I didn't have the opportunity because I didn't have a car or anything for a while. And uh, You live in L.A., right? Yeah, now I'm in L.A. How, how is it not having a car in L.A.? Oh, no, I got a truck now, but I'm talking, oh, like, oh. way back when, when I first started. Okay. Uh, in, like, 2014, I just got a car. My mom's friend gave me this old fucking Hyundai Elantra for, like, 500 bucks. And I was ripping around in that thing. Uh, I took this comedy class, and the one guy was like, oh, you want to come to this open mic that I'm hosting? I was like, all right. And then I got hooked because I, I did pretty good for my first time. And I was like, all right. I'm going to keep doing this and took another class and the final exam was doing five minutes at Gotham in New York city. Yeah. Holy shit. Dude, that's fucking big. <laughs> so how, how old were you when you like first took the class? 23. Uh, what they teach in the, what do you, how, like what's in a stand up class? They're like, okay, these are a bunch of the standups. These are the types of humor that they do. Uh, this is the format, you know, setup, punchline. Uh, she would share Mark May, Mahern, Marin, Mark Barnes. Mark Marin. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. She used that as, like, educational material, and, uh, it was, it was fun. Like, uh, was there anything, like, specifically, revelatory to you from the class on like how to structure a joke and shit like that uh not really because like i i was already watching a lot of stand-up and i just right. dissected it on my own was like okay like you know i've heard this before i've heard that and but it, it helped me just put a little bit more structure to it because before that i wasn't putting anything down to paper i was just thinking stuff without writing it down and uh you know but then i took it more seriously right you think of it and then you get up there and it's like you know i'm just gonna fucking riff it's gonna be like it is in my brain and then you get up yeah. there and it's like totally fucking different <laughs> yep yeah originally i thought yeah. i could just go up there and start riffing and then kill and yeah my riffing right off the bat was horrible <laughs> they're like all right uh clearly you didn't think of this beforehand or anything and but some like eventually i got pretty pretty good at it but were you doing open mics like every week uh when i started out i was doing them like twice a month or something and then uh i uh sheba mason jackie mason's daughter reached out to me on facebook and was uh soliciting for shows she was trying to bring in new comics you know, to make money, have them give them an opportunity. And of course I, it was a bringer show. You know what those are? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I had to bring like four or five people and it's, it, those are so difficult to do. Cause people are like, Dan, we're getting tired of this. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know? I, I got into like, I've watched stand up 
like forever, but I actually started going to open mics last year. Uh, and then speaking of like a comedy class, so I, I was making a joke, uh, cause I, I act like I, I went to school for it and everything. Like I got a degree, uh, theater, I've got a master's in theater and I was making a joke about like, you know, spending six years and going into debt for that. And then, you know, my big highlight is getting a commercial for like some fucking herpes medicine. Oh, <laughs> I was, yeah. yeah. And the fucking, uh, host of this open mic here in Austin yeah. started cracking up. And in my head, I was like, uh, that wasn't that funny. Like I was getting to the punchline, but right after me, he just gets up there and just fucking, uh, it wasn't that funny. He just started saying, like, what a fucking loser. You fucking idiot. They're fucking robbing you. Why do you go to that? And oh, wow. he and he was talking, like, specifically in the context of, like, comedy or stand-up classes. Oh, uh, but it pissed me off just enough to say, fuck you. Fuck this whole clique here. I'm fucking done for a couple yeah. months. And then, and then a couple months grew, and then a fucking pandemic happened. So <laughs> good timing. Yeah. Yeah, he was just trolling you know, like an idiot. A dude was a fucking asshole, and he wasn't even that funny, you know? That's what pisses me off the most. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It depends <laughs> on the crowd and stuff, you know? Yeah. But anyway, so um, so you were doing stand-up. What, what brought you to Los Angeles? Um, you know, okay, so come like you know, mid uh, 2010s, uh, I, I felt this restlessness in New Jersey. I'm like, I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. I got to figure out a way. But at, at the time, you know, I wasn't like working a good job. I was pumping gas. I wasn't saving really any money or anything. Right. And then um, I kind of put it in the back of my mind, like, oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And uh, then I got the opportunity uh last year i went to visit my friend jake who i like barely knew but it was cool to visit him and uh, uh i was like oh i'm just gonna move out here this place is cool and nice uh, so i was gonna stay with him and pay him some rent money and whatnot and then the, i already got a job like i uh got a lance uh on Indeed, they hired me before I even went out there. They're like, all right, you know, just drive, drive here, fly, whatever. And the day before, the kid Jake's like, oh, no, uh, that's actually not going to be convenient. Um, so, you know, you can't stay with me. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gone. I was <laughs> sleeping in my truck for a while. <laughs> I, I just go to the gym, showering, and all this. It was cool. It was before the pandemic, too, thank God. But, uh, I was doing that for like a month and a half. I started doing these tennis meetups because I've been playing tennis since I was five. Mm. And uh, I met this lady, Linda, and she was like, Dan, my uh, family friend just moved out of uh, one of my son's old rooms. You can rent it if you want. So I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do that. And uh, one thing led to another, and I'm all set up. And the, the weirdest part, though, is that I had all these weird dreams before I uh, moved out here. I'd write them down like, oh, I don't know who that is. I don't know where this is. This is weird. That's weird. And I would end up in those situations with those people. Like, Do, do you remember any uh, details? Because I have that kind of shit too, man. 
Like, yeah. do you remember anything specific, like, from oh, the dreams? I, oh, yeah, I remember, like, every detail. Uh, <laughs> I actually had a dream about being in Linda's house and uh, seeing... Uh, I, I saw her computer and the keyboard uh, and, like, the, her couch set up and stuff like that. And then when I walked into her den for the first time, I was like, oh, yeah, this is the place. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's wild, dude. Do you have a lot of those dreams, man? Uh, I used to, like, over, like, a 10-year period, I would have them, like, maybe, like, twice a month or something more here and there. And, uh, yeah, then they just all started happening. And, uh, I was like, I guess I'm supposed to be out here then. Uh, right. And it's not like, it's not like, uh, deja vu because like you remember previously like dreaming about it. I swear to God, there's some French word for this where it's like, you're having deja vu for something that you've already thought of before. Right. It's like yeah. vuja vu or something. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Speaking of deja vu, my neighbor just texted me. Okay, before, when I pulled up here, I was it's a little windy. I was like, oh, the wind, uh, wind's pretty bad. Uh, I hope this tree next to my truck doesn't fall down. My neighbor just texted me right now and goes, new, uh, tree down next to your new truck. Did it hit the truck? I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> You want to like you want to pause this real quick, and I'll I'll just go. I'm gonna go look, and I'll run back. Yeah, sure. I'll hit pause. All right, hold hold on. Hold. So, uh, what's up? Hold on. Popping the the headphones back in. Okay. Uh, Wow. So I walked out huge fucking the tree. Uh, my truck's sitting right there. The trees next to it, the truck or the tree falls in the opposite direction and set on my truck. But oh. part of the, some of the tree hit uh, the front of my truck and put, made this big dent in the side. Like I could, you know, I still drive it fine, but there's this dent. I talked to my neighbor and her and uh the other my other neighbor steve were telling the city like you got to get those trees down they're all gonna fall like move the tree take them down and they didn't so she's like yeah you should just call the city and sue you know and and, you know they'll say oh we don't want to be sued so maybe they'll just give me a settlement for the truck and be like here you know pay here because right. i'm financing it too so maybe they'll pay the whole thing off for me dude talk about a windfall <laughs> damn i mean that sucks but also potentially is okay yeah yeah like i thought oh i should not like park next to the tree but just because you know they've been telling them to cut it down and they didn't and then that happens sue them yeah, you know, I'll, I'll take the little dent. That's right. Yeah, is it? Uh, how big's the dent? Is it like major? Uh, no, it's not like that bad. I'll send you a picture. There's some scrapes. Oh yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to talk to him about that. That's great. That uh, premonition right there. What a trip. 
Uh, it's fucking crazy. It's the raccoon house tree. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, tell me about the psychic stuff. You do uh, readings, right? Oh, yeah. I do the readings. I do uh, one question, uh, a full tarot card reading. I... Um, I started off just doing that at first and then I'm like, you know, if I can read cards, you know, you can do readings for like anything. So I started doing stick readings, uh, banana peel readings, people, you know, those aren't as popular because people are like, you know, can I trust this? But then I it's like casting runes though, you know, yeah, it's the same principle. Yeah. So like, how did you get into that? Like, how did that start for you? uh with the tarot cards everything or yeah just like were you just like interested in tarot cards or like yeah how'd you get into it um yeah back in 2013 i was like well i've always been interested in tarot cards i should start practicing so i got a deck and started going at it and you know it's that took i figured out how to how to read it and then i i saw a bunch of other psychics you know they're doing palm readings and they're like looking at this one i saw this uh one lady uh in uh february of 2019 i moved uh here in march and she gave me a palm reading she looks she goes oh, i see california i go what you know i wasn't even planning to move to california yet she's like yeah i see california and i was like all right well uh, i don't you know is that gonna happen yeah i've been thinking about it but i didn't really tell anybody so yeah. you'd bet you'd been thinking about it before she saw it in your palm or yeah that i uh i was planning to visit my friend but i didn't like go there yet and uh, uh it was kind of up in the air so i was like all right i definitely gotta do it now <laughs> i was gonna do it anyway though but yeah so then like how did you so you offer like paid readings online right yeah how did you get into that like uh, was there some moment where you're like i can make money doing this or like yeah i did a bunch of them for friends and they're like oh you know this is good wow you're accurate that's i'm like all right well i could do this for sure but i didn't want to charge at first so i went on reddit and I was doing free readings, racked up like 80 reviews. And I'm like, all right, that's enough. So I opened up an Etsy shop and started doing them there. And I would direct people. I would say, here, look at my reviews here. Uh, and then I started getting reviews on Etsy. And uh, yeah. So cool. Nice. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I want to ask you for a reading, but I don't want to like press it, you know? <laughs> Yeah, you know, if you want to, you can, you know, up to you. Would you be willing to do a reading on the show? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah? Yeah. Or if you're comfortable, I, I'd love to do that. All right. Uh, what do you want, the one question? Yeah, let's do one question. All right, let me, let me get all the decks. Okay. Wow, I still can't believe that tree thing. Yeah, you saw that, you guessed right, and it fell. <laughs> and now you might make some money from it. Unbelievable. Uh, 
Has it just been like crazy windy all week or something out there? What's the weather like? Nah, just today. Uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. Yeah, it was raining a little bit yesterday. Which uh, which one do you want to use? Uh, let's go with the classic Raider White. Okay. That seems to be everybody's favorite. Yeah. Uh, Alright, uh, get the camera back here. This is exciting! Yeah, tarot reading, I'm suing the city. <laughs> it's a great day. A literal windfall. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Uh, the birth of a litigation. Yeah. <laughs> Psychic Dan versus the state of Los, uh, county of Los Angeles. Uh, that's a good book title. <laughs> uh, that so sounds like something Hunter S. Thompson could write. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never heard of him before, but I feel the vibe. Hunter S. Thompson? Yeah. Uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? I've never heard of that before. Oh, okay. It's a it's Where a book. I... Yeah. Oh, okay. Please choose. Uh, middle. Okay. What's your question? Um. Advice on like, what do I need to know or accept, in general? Uh. Okay. Uh, okay. The um, the Eight of Coins, Eight of Pentacles. Uh, I think what you need to accept the most, I think you're already aware of this, is that uh, to reach success is just a lot of hard work and it has to do with just, you know, time and you keep hammering away and have faith in what you're doing. Um, you know, you can see the guy here, he's hammering this, uh, looks like a little, like, railroad, uh, you know, spike into the, the coin, you know, that's you, you're just working away, and, you know, you know, like, right now, you're, like, there, but then you keep doing it, you'll see all the coins come, so I think that you just need to keep hammering away, keep having at it, and uh, have faith in the process, and uh, also, you know, you need to have passion in what you do, so... Uh, as long as you're enthusiastic about it and, uh, you know, people can tell when your heart's in it, when your heart isn't in, in it, and uh, they, they feed off that. So, yeah. That feels very right. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad, I'm glad that it resonated. Uh, okay, so... So you started doing like stick readings and stuff too, just out of curiosity. Oh yeah, stick readings. The stick readings are fun. So how do so you collect some sticks, you throw them, and then you let that like guide your intuition? Is that how that works? Yeah, I take a two mile hike up the road to uh, the woods on this road called Dixie Canyon because around you know L.A. there's barely any woods. 
So I got to hike there. I just put a bunch of sticks in three different bags. You choose the bag that you want. And then I go in my backyard and I pick a specific spot because along with reading the sticks, I also will read like where the sticks are laying, like an overlay of it. So mm-hmm. right now uh, in my backyard, the grass, some of it is going dormant. So it's like tan here, green there. And I'll pick a spot and throw it and then it'll re- relate to something. Cause like, for example, there's this one girl. And this spot and threw us uh, uh, what looked like Florida. And I was like, all right, you know, you're in Florida right now. Yeah, I just I just said it because I saw that and it t- she actually does live in Florida. So I was like, all right. Uh, so you didn't know it prior. You just <laughs> it just happened that way. Yeah, I just I just read the sticks on the ground. I was like, you know, peninsula looks like Florida. Okay, you're in you're in Florida then. And she's like, yeah, I'm in Florida. Holy shit! So how many reviews do you have online? Uh, on Etsy, I think I have like 25. I had a lot on Reddit, but I deleted uh, the thread by accident. Oh but, fuck! You know, fucking shit happens. Uh, I couldn't retrieve it, so I. Etsy reviews are fine. I'll just keep keep doing that. Are you on Reddit a lot? Uh, I get notifications for certain groups, but I'm not really on there as much. Uh, I like what I would research on Reddit. I go on like YouTube for. I'll go on right. Discord. Yeah. Reddit's pretty good for uh, researching shit that you're not going to just find on Google. It's like a more refined search. Like you make your search in like uh, whatever Reddit, put that into Google, and then you'll find some thread. And then there's other people who've curated links for you. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I spend a lot of time on there. I'm I'm fucking bored. (laughs) I'm so tired of being inside all the time. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, I go outside as much as I can. What were you saying? How's the pandemic affecting your life? Uh, it didn't affect my job. It, it the only thing it affected is just fun. I right. Go out, uh, people go out and they do the you know the open tables at restaurants and stuff like that. But I don't do that. I'm still like a little sketched out about that and. Uh, the, the other thing is too is that I don't really I don't have like too many friends around here uh, my friends live a little bit down south and like when I go out it's usually just me and I'll just see whoever I see and talk to them but some of these restaurants like on a Friday night you know they're trying to pack the tables and they just have me there alone they're like oh no we can't do you assholes I I can't even eat anywhere unless I'm taken out I I did that at this place called Sushi Dan's (laughs) Psychic Dan at Sushi Dan's I was like I gotta go there so I go just me and the guy looks at me like he didn't say anything but I could tell he was like "Uh, yeah we're not gonna do you you're just one person forget it and he's like, okay, what's your phone number? Wrote down my phone number and shit. And you know damn well he was like, oh, the one guy? Fuck him. So I like waited for 15 minutes, but. Yeah. Judgy motherfuckers. Really? I mean, you know, I can, I can relate. They're trying to, you know, make the max dollar. And, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So have you made a lot of new friends in LA since moving out there? Uh, not regular friends. Well, Linda, my landlord friend, there's her. She's probably my closest friend right now. And uh, there was this other guy. Uh, I have a friend. I don't hang out with him really because he's, you know, he's. I don't have any business with him right now. But mm. uh, one time I went to this sushi place. Uh, I, I was going to go to this place called Crave. And I was like, nah, the hell with Crave. Uh, I went to this other place, the Dojo. And I get sat at the bar right next to this these, this guy and this girl. They're both wearing uh, black and white jackets. And I'm like, oh, they must be like a cute couple or something. So sit down next to them. And the guy was drinking a little bit. He's, you know, opening it up, relaxing. And we kept looking at each other. I wanted to say something. He wanted to say something. But we kept looking, didn't say anything. And finally, he's like, hey, you know, what's going on? <laughs> uh, turns out his, his name's Eiler Young, and uh, he's like, yeah, I was named after the saxophone player Albert Eiler from the uh, 70s or 60s, whenever it was. And I was like, oh, that's cool. He's like, yeah, you probably like him. Check him out. He's, what do you do? I'm like, landscaping. And he's like, oh, a gardener, landscape architect. Uh, yeah. He's like, well, I just moved here, and uh, I wanted to do like a little gardening job in my backyard. And uh yeah, put some flowers in and stuff if you want to help me out. I was like, all right. Uh, he's like, yeah, I got my own clothing line, Philip Eiler. And I was like, oh, I've never, I haven't heard of that before. Uh, but then afterwards, before I went there the next day on, um, it was Labor Day, actually. And uh, he, I didn't know he was this like famous jacket designer. He sells like fifteen hundred dollar jackets to some like celebrities and people and this dude's famous i'm gonna look this guy up uh philip eiler you said uh you're breaking up a bit young though but i went over there uh can you hear me now yeah i can hear you now what was the guy's uh, name again all right Phil philip eiler is the clothing line and his okay. name is eiler young uh, but anyway, yeah, this is another situation where I had a dream about going to this sushi place and seeing him, and then it actually happened. So you had a dream before that happened, where you just meet some rando. Yeah, like weeks before. And I, I, I didn't have a dream about going to his house. It was just meeting him at the, the sushi bar. But yeah, we went to Home Depot, picked out a bunch of plants. Uh, <laughs> I cleaned out his pots for him, planted the set. He paid me handsomely. Fuck I yeah. Like, I was like, you don't have to do this. He's like, nah, nah, I'm trying to help you out. Try to start, you know, start a, start your life. Let's do this. I'm like, wow, you're, you're the man, dude. Hell yeah. Uh, like, what are some of the weirdest, like, I don't know, things that have happened to you? Like, any synchronicities or just fucking bizarro things that have happened to you since you moved out there? Um,. Yeah, no, a lot happens for sure. Uh, the weirdest thing that's happened yet. Um, uh, there was one where I ended up, uh, I had this premonition where I ended up at a party of Jason Stratum. No shit. Uh, oh, okay. This was the weirdest thing that's happened thus far. Uh, you know that comedian Liza Koshy? Yes. Okay, so I discovered her YouTube channel in 2016. And, um, like, the day, for the next, like, week, I had these weird dreams with her. 
there's one where I was at this restaurant with her and I went to an open mic. And then there was another one where she had this panel for uh, a TV show and she was up there with this black dude and this lady and um, they're talking about their show or whatever. And I'm sitting there like I'm off to the right. You know, if you're looking from the stage, I'm off to the left. And um, she's talking and she's like, you know, we've all learned lessons before, right? And then she scans the room from right to left and stops right on me. And we're just looking at each other for like 30 seconds. Like, like, do I know you? You know, like, what's going Like, what do I say? Do I say something? And I was like, hey, uh, I was like, I'm Dan. And I like spelling my name in vegetables. Like, I don't know why why the fuck I said that? And she's like, oh, okay, we'll bring you backstage after. And I was like, what the fuck? So uh, three years later, I come out here, I go to VidCon last uh, June or July, whenever the fuck it was. And sure enough, she has this YouTube series that she came out with called Lies on Demand. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna go to the panel. I go to the panel, I sit in the same exact spot I was at in this dream. And I'm like, all right, you know, let's see what happens. And uh, dude, I swear to God, like 30 seconds before it starts, everybody around me in my row clears out. So it's just me right there, like for like 20 feet around me. And I'm like, all right, this is weird. You know, she starts doing the panel and everything like that. And at one point, same thing. She, she's like, oh, we've all learned lessons, right? Scans the room from right to left. And we just make direct eye contact for like 30 seconds. And we're just like looking at each other like, what, what's going on? But I didn't say anything. I was like, I don't want to be that obnoxious asshole, you know, or anything. Like, why am I going to scream from the crowds? But yeah, it was surreal, dude. I was like, wow. You know, oh, shit. That's fucking wild, man. Why the hell did everyone clear out around you? <laughs> I don't know, dude. It was like God willing or something. I was like, well, uh, this is this is just creepy at this point. But yeah, cool. any other stuff? Like any? Uh, you said you were at a party with Jason Statham, the yeah, English yeah. action movie star. Yeah, yeah, Jason Statham. Okay, so this this started off of a dream. I went to this Italian restaurant called Maggiano's. This is before I was in LA. And I'm sitting there and I hear this girl talking behind me. I look, it's this Asian lady. Um, and she's sitting there with her friend and they're talking. I felt like drawn to talk to her for some reason. So I was like, hey, you know, hey, uh, you look kind of familiar. Uh, can I sit down with you guys? So she's like, yeah, sure. And I sat down with them and they're like, yeah, what do you do? What's going on? I oh, do landscaping. It's fun. I just moved out here and uh, I was like, oh, you know, we should like exchange numbers in case something fun comes up, you know, not trying to like get a date with her, but just, you know, like, who knows, you know, something funky might happen. And uh, that dream ended. And then I had another one where I was in this pitch black vehicle, which makes sense now because, you know, when I first came out here, I was sleeping in my truck. Right. So I'm in this vehicle. I got this call from a Chris. And I'm like, who the fuck's Chris? I forgot about it. <laughs> it's, this, it's this lady. She's like, hey, it's Chris. I'm like, I'm like, Chris, who are you? She's like, oh, from from Maggiano's. I was like, oh, no shit. 
and she's like hey you know dan i there's this party that's gonna happen and um i i want you to come and i thought it'd be cool and i'm like yeah all right you know she's like i want to introduce you to some people i'm like cool yeah so i go to this party and uh you know i don't have any fancy clothes i, I was wearing a dress shirt but i'm like i remember i walk in i'm like yeah yeah i thought this was like pretty casual right and, uh, so she's like i want to introduce you this girl's name rosie i'm talking blonde hair blue-eyed girl with a british accent i'm like oh you're cool and she's like hey yeah, yeah, meet my husband jason and i'm like oh shit it's the guy from the movies huh uh, that's cool so yeah, i talked to some other person and that ended and then i moved out here and eventually i went to this italian restaurant named maggiano's and at the time i didn't really i kind of forgot about it i wrote it down though because mm -hmm. it's significant for some reason i heard this voice behind me like sounds like familiar like somebody i know so i look this asian lady with her friend and i'm like oh i gotta talk to her you know i gotta say hi and you know see what happens you know it might not it might but got and I was just, I drank like three cups of coffee. I was all like, out. <laughs> I'm like, shit, I'm nervous. Like my hands were sweating. I'm like, shit. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> One thing like, like, they were looking at me like, okay, he wants to say something, but he's not. They're like, the lady was like putting her hand out, like, you know, come over. I, I got all like nervous. I just left. I didn't say anything to them, but. Oh, um, man. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I should have, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen is gonna be, they're going to be like, nah right you know we don't want to talk to you but it would have been cool to see if anything happened that's fucking wild it doesn't it uh it doesn't it suck what coffee does to you <laughs> does like do you get anxiety a lot oh yeah i try to stay away from caffeine yeah oh, yeah when i drink coffee i'm all like frazzled i'm whoa uh yeah. i had a friend recently ask me do you do you ever think your anxiety might just be like high uh intuition i think maybe because like she invited me to go to like some like dj thing like a week ago and i said yeah sure uh and then the morning of i was just not feeling good about it uh it just felt something felt wrong so i was like yo i don't know if it's like uh my anxiety or uh, what i i don't I hope I'm not being a flake, but I don't want to go to this thing. It doesn't feel right. Well, a week later, she tests positive for COVID. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Luckily, it's not like super severe for her, but I don't know. So if you got it, it could be severe. Correct. Or I could give it to somebody else, and I wouldn't want that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So did like did a lot of people like did traffic die down in LA cuz I live in Austin and for like over the past month traffic has returned to normal but like since like the quarantine and everything it was like no traffic which was actually yeah. very nice was it oh, similar yeah. out there Oh my god it was phenomenal <laughs> yeah. for like 2 months dude I would drive down to work, no cars on the road, and then I'd go back, nothing. And I was like, wow. But normally, it would take me like 
you know, like 40 minutes driving in just bumper to bumper traffic. And now it would take like 15. I'm like, all right, I could live like this forever. Right. Like, uh, like I'm sure it'll take like, like 40 minutes to go like four or five miles, maybe. Yeah. It's right. Crazy. Is it same out there? Cause it's kind of how it is here. Oh yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. So, uh, like what's your favorite thing about living out there? Uh, I love this, the town that I live in, uh, Sherman Oaks. Um, okay. I just love, I love living out here cause it's like, it's not the, the crazy hustle and bustle, you know, like flashy, everybody's dressed up all the time and, and shit of like Hollywood area, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like more like casual, you know, people are chilling, uh, you can like talk to people aren't as uppity up here. I feel like, mm-hmm. uh, although I have seen like, all right, this, this morning, this stone guy's passing me while I'm sleeping <laughs> and he has his daughter with him. I'm like, look at this fucking dude. <laughs> he walks past me and he's talking to his daughter. He's like, Hey, I have a friend that I want you to meet. I know I have a friend. His name's Joe. Turn around and say hi to Joe. Like, as me, like, trying to make me the butt of a joke. You know, like, I'm, I'm a Joe because I'm, like, sleeping or whatever. Yeah. And the, the girl turns around and says, hi, Joe. I'm looking at him. I didn't say anything, but I'm looking at him, like, I'm like, watch yourself, motherfucker. Yeah, and not like, cool, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, I, you learn, like, okay, my job's, you know, I value my job over, like, trying to react to this guy. So I just, you know, I didn't say anything. I'm just, you know, it hurts a little. You're like, oh, well. Yeah. yeah. But it's not that bad. Yeah. I know, dude. I've, I've done, I've had landscaping jobs. I've had janitor jobs. I've had, I've had shit jobs. And it sucks when someone looks down on you like that. It's like, motherfucker, I'm the one making sure your area's clean. I'm cleaning up your side of the street, motherfucker. Yeah, you're a vital piece of the community. And, uh, yeah. you know, people want to make jokes about it. But, you know, on the one hand, if I was at a stand-up show and somebody said that to me, I'd probably laugh. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just look at it like it's a stand-up show. You know, he's yeah. busting my balls or whatever. Uh, but my first reaction is pretty extreme. I'm like, oh, you'll get your <laughs> It's I, coming. Have you, ever, have you ever been in a fist fight? No, never. Me um, neither. The closest that I came was back in um, si- seventh grade. Uh, me and my friends would have these things we'd call pinecone wars. We'd go to <laughs> elementary school and just hurl pine cones at each other. One time, my friend point blank just whipped one at my face, cut my lip like the joke. Oh, fuck. And I got really pissed. I was like, what the fuck? I started throwing him like on the ground. And he thought I was going to like come at him. But I was like, nah, I was like just pissed off. And But for the next like week, I had this big gash of my lip. So. Oh, man. Is there anything you miss about New Jersey? Um, no traffic. Uh, I don't really miss a lot because there weren't as many people there and Around here, there's just, there's so many people, like beautiful women everywhere. Oh yeah, I uh, bet. 
in New Jersey, it was like, you know, like one out of like 80, but out here it's just like one out of one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty similar here too. I moved here from small town in Oklahoma and it's, I feel that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so what was, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh yeah. Why? So why didn't you like go to New York? You're closer. I just did, I didn't feel like that was right for some reason. I was like, LA, dude. Uh, all right, here's here's another reason. So I've had this weird like fascination with California since I was a kid. Um, there was this period when I was like eight where I had this like fascination with maps, and I would come up with these names of people, and I would say, okay, she's moving to California from here. And this one's moving there. And at the time, like, I was dead serious about it. Like, these people were real, like, this was actually going to happen. But then, like, a couple years later, I was like, ah, it's just, I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. Turns out these people are, like, real people. And, like, I know who they are. Because I would, yeah, I would have these dreams of these, like, I had dreams of these people before I did that when I was, like, six or something. So I'm like, all right, that one's gonna come there, that one's there, and now they're like, they became famous YouTube people. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. yeah so, all right. To be specific, I would be like, okay, uh, Elizabeth is gonna move from Texas to California. I go, okay, Ashley and Joshua already are in California. Uh, Lily is gonna come from Canada to California. And I was like, Mariah is going to come from Massachusetts to California. And I, like This stuff was just stuff. coming to you, right? These are just people I like met in dreams. You know, I had no idea who the fuck they were. And dude, I like, okay, Liza Koshi, you know, I had all these other dreams about her and shit. So it made sense because she moved to California from Houston. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, that other YouTuber, Superwoman, Lily, came from Canada to California. And uh, Poppy, Mariah, came from Massachusetts to California. And the two security guards at my job who I befriended, Ashley and Joshua, are both in California and uh, L.A. So it's not like only celebrities. It's just like people. people. Yeah. Huh. Have you... Have you ever had any dreams or premonitions about like me or this this podcast? Um, it's okay if you haven't. I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd I'd say so. Uh, it, just seeing your face, your face, you look familiar. So. Tell me, it just it just a feeling. Yeah, like, I'll have to look at my notebook later, but uh, just the, the face seems familiar. I had that happen with, you know, podcasts, but outside too. Like, I had a dream where I was looking at Cole, and then I, at one, I was looking at Cole. And... Dude, I, speaking of, like, weird fucking events, I just remembered one, and it has just bugged me ever since. Uh so I was working at this place here in Austin called uh, Alamo Draft House. Um, I think they do they have those in LA. You know about Alamo Draft House? 
I it's like seen any, but it's like know. one of those movie theaters where they like you can order food and like booze and shit while you're watching the movie. It's like one of those kind of things. Well, I was like a restaurant movie. A restaurant movie, yeah. And I was a food runner at this place on Sixth Street, which is kind of like what Austin wants to consider it's bourbon street it's most definitely not bourbon street but it's like the party street for all the fucking drunk assholes yeah. <laughs> and uh so i was working on that street during uh i think it yeah it was during the south by southwest i am maybe 20 2013 or 14 i don't remember which yeah. but like I, I i worked like doubles for like two weeks straight i had maybe like a day off it was hell and yeah dude and uh, a lot of a lot of people from california really like to treat you like a fucking slave when you're bringing their food oh yeah those dicks dude yeah the hoity-toity you know the people the somebodies yeah. who think they're somebody so i <laughs> yes uh and so i'm like uh, near the end of South by Southwest, it's like two week event, just fucking work, 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 run, 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 uh, just physically, mentally, emotionally, just worn out. And yeah. I, I parked like maybe a half mile away because there's like free parking away, sort of away from a lot of the craziness. Right. And I'm just like sort of in a daze, uh, just because. Yeah. It's kind of like shell shock almost. I I had some sort of PTSD after that hell week, hell two weeks, uh, and so I'm walking and, uh, you know, I'm on uh, East Sixth, walking eastward, just sort of in a daze, walking against just this like mass, like sea of people walking to other venues, and I'm walking through and my eyes just lock on and make contact with this other dude who I have never before seen in my life. And only way I can describe him, I've never seen him before anything. And uh, he didn't look like Woody Allen, but I would describe him as like having sort of like a Woody Allen vibe. Just kind of like a short, nervous Jewish guy with like these cool round glasses he makes eye contact and he, and he looks at me and like grins and just kind of uh, in a be-humored way shakes his head and says, oh, James. And we keep walking past each other. I've never seen this guy before in my life. I've never seen him again. I swear to God, it wasn't a fun. I, I've done a lot of acid, so I know what's real and what's not. That guy was fucking real. So I have yeah. no idea. You know, it, like, lo if I, all right, so if I was going to come at that from, like, a logical angle at first, I'd be like, maybe he knew somebody <laughs> and you were the waiter or something right. like that. But now, on, on the other hand, I have had that exact same thing happen where I'll just, like, know somebody's name or, so, like, I'll know their birthday or something like that. Or they tell, you know, he probably, he was just, you know, in his zone, dude. She's like, this. Uh, Maybe. Guy or something. Maybe. 
I, I heard this described like a year or so ago, but any kind of like stuff we'd consider supernatural, someone described it as future science. I kind of like that. What do you think? Future yeah. science? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think it's along the same lines as like quantum physics. Hmm. And uh, I think that we're more connected than people think um, because not in like, it's not even in like a romantic, like, weird kind of way it's just like mundanely we're all connected to each other mm. uh, i i mean you know like all right it sounds crazy but like i could pick up on people in the neighborhood from just like sitting in my room like i've predicted crimes before uh there there's this one time i was walking from my truck back into my uh house and i was like i was like yeah i'm gonna go um i'm gonna go check out the uh, neighborhood psychopath tonight or something like that and i i had this urge to just like walk down the road to to like this area for no and i'm i'm like oh, i'm probably just imagining shit forget it so i go inside the next day i talk i get home from work i talk to my neighbor tom helped him out in his yard and stuff and he goes oh did you hear what happened uh last night i was like no what, what was going on he goes Oh, there's these uh, car thieves. They uh, got into this guy's uh, fancy Ford F-150 and like drove down the road and took all of his shit. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah. Uh, what they do <laughs> is um, when, when you're in your car and you lock it, your remote sends out this tiny radio signal. And what these thieves will do, they'll have like a computer set up with the radio signal and they'll catch the signal and they'll uh, program it on a dummy remote and they could just, you know, unlock your car, go inside. And if it's a push to start car, you know, mm -hmm. you don't even need a key. And uh, so like, yeah, I, I was like drawn, I was probably drawn to like go where this guy was camping out because he, he was right down the road from me on this, uh, this side road. So I was like, oh shit, you know, I, I could have gone down there and been like, you know, maybe like, looked at him and like scared him off like he would get paranoid or something but i don't know it's it's weird it seems like it doesn't even come from me it's like something outside right. of me it's like yeah it doesn't you're, make sense but, you're like a receiver just picking up the radio waves yeah i'm just a channel i'm like All right, i'm here i'm 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 seeing i'm seeing a show psychic dan future cop he predicts crime and stops it in its tracks before it happens. It's uh, a possibility. Uh, <laughs> I'll write it. <laughs> I'll help you if you need any. <laughs> I wrote this uh, comedy screenplay and submitted it to a contest. And I kind of rushed through it. I just banged out 22 pages in like three days or something. And didn't really look at it. But I got to the quarterfinals. So Fuck I like, yeah. Right, I, I must be onto something. I'm like, uh, I need to chop it up or whatever and get back to it do you uh do you write often do you like journal or just creative write shit like that almost all my stuff is based off something that happens in reality so mm -hmm. i'll just wait for something weird to happen in my job and then write it down dude that's the seinfeld method never fails yeah. reality's yeah. fucking weird yeah like that was what it was all based on. My job it was called security, and uh, 
yeah, it was, it was, I, it was pretty funny. They, they must have sort of liked it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's see. I think we've been going for about an hour, right? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about calling the city and uh, seeing about that lawsuit settlement I could get into. Oh yeah, it's still afternoon there. It's dark here. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, Dan, thanks for being on the show. James, I appreciate the opportunity, and uh, you know, I'd love to do it again sometime if that opportunity ever comes up. Hell yeah, I'd love to have you. It's been real. Anything you want to plug? for viewers or listeners my etsy www.etsy.com slash shop slash psychic dan psychic dan spelled p-s-y-c-h-i-c dan i will be sure to include that on uh the show notes on the description uh do you have any like social media or anything you want to promote uh i got an instagram it's dank 0916 i mean i don't post too much on there it's just like random like i, I posted a video of this like dog at the laundromat uh, it's, it doesn't really have any direction but if you want to follow me that'd be cool uh, i got another instagram psychic underscore dan you could check that out uh you know again i don't really post too much you should probably uh, post some like forecast or something uh it's gonna be cloudy next week (laughs) yeah with a chance of uh a b and e at your house (laughs) (laughs) all right dan uh it's been great thanks again for being a guest and uh good luck with uh the litigation (laughs) all right james thank you Uh, take care man you too bye Okay, uh, I guess this is still recording, hopefully. Uh, so yeah, um, for some context, I suppose. I, I I was watching this show I like to watch on YouTube, and in this show, the hosts talk to just random people passing by on the street. And uh, the person that I just interviewed on this show happened to talk to the host he was just passing by they talked to him um and i was like what's this what's this dude about like something this guy seems like a character uh and then it comes out that he does psychic readings and uh, he goes by psychic dan and i was like is this guy for real is this fucking real so i looked it up and sure enough psychic dan is real as you just saw or or heard and uh so i I found him on instagram and followed him and he was like hey did you find out about me through this other show and i was like yeah and he said i see you have a show uh i'll be a guest if you'd have me and so here we are so dan thanks again for coming on to the show um for the viewers or listeners thank you as always for tuning in if you want to help support the show if you're if you're able to um it would be greatly appreciated you can become a monthly donor a patron at patreon.com slash that thing with james uh, and thank you to my current patrons you guys rock 
I greatly appreciate your continued support and faith in the show. Uh, man, the eight of eight of pentacles, man, I've really been thinking about that because I've just been feeling dragged down. Like, honestly, I've been feeling kind of dragged with this show and like, I've been writing and stuff like I really want to so often. And, uh, yeah, that spoke to me. Just continue fucking grinding. James, reminder to yourself, continue fucking grinding. And you viewers, if you have something you're passionate about, uh, it's a long fucking path. I, 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 I'm an example of that. Uh, keep fucking grinding, you know? And uh, get creative with the tools you have at your disposal. You know, take what opportunities present themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I think I'm gonna go play the new Watch Dogs game. That watchdog is calling my name. Again, if you want to donate, Patreon.com/slash/ThatThingWithJames. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. My handle is at James J Asher. Uh, thank you. Uh, and if you're not subscribed, please subscribe. YouTubers, like comment and for all of you share the show with literally every person you know like all of your friends list everybody your family strangers get everyone to follow the show all right get the more the merrier uh well thanks for tuning in this is episode 70 something nine i guess of that thing with james j asher the second i love you goodbye See you next time.